Hi guys, thank you very much for downloading episode one of After All This Time Always podcast. My name is Tom, I'm one of the hosts. My name is Patrick, I'm one of the other hosts. And I'm Joe, and I produce this mess. <laughs> this is a message just basically telling you to please stick it out. We realised that the first few episodes of this show, we were just finding our feet, basically. Um, mm. We also gave ourselves two weeks to read a Harry Potter book each, which meant the prep was a little light. Um, however, now the show is of a quality that we feel that we've got enough ego to go back and record this message. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. Uh, I think a review from Tiffany on Facebook summed it up perfectly. She says, hilarious. Thanks. So glad I stuck it out the first few episodes. So <laughs> yeah. be more Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad she stuck it out. I Don't... hope you guys stick it out. Thank you for giving the podcast a go. Don't judge us on these first few episodes. Yeah, or indeed this message. Um, <laughs> stick, just stick give us a break. Yeah, just leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stick enjoy the show, guys. Hello, uh, welcome to After All This Time Always podcast with me, Tom Toll, and uh, me, Patrick Holland. Uh, what we'll be discussing in each uh, podcast is one of the books, and this one is the big one, Harry Potter... And the Philosopher's Stone, or at mm, that was I nearly went or to our American listeners, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I mean, that's, that's ambitious. It's ambitious, isn't it? <laughs> to already be talking about American listeners. Um, um, yeah, that, that might be coming up on the quiz later. So, right, well, we'll look so forward to that. We'll look a, forward to that. You know, little little taster of what's to come. Okay, so if that's if that's like the the difficulty level, what was it called in America? Then I think we might be yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> that, that was the easy one. That voice uh, you just heard interjected is our producer, Mr. Joe Power. Hello there. And that's that'll be that, that's it I've from got, Joe. I've got, I've got nothing else to add. That's got nothing else to add. Apart from a lovely quiz at the end, uh, we'll be finding out who is better at Philosopher's Stone, me or Pat. Um, so, Pat, um, I suppose what we're looking at is a retrospective look at the Philosopher's Stone uh, for this episode. Yep. How old were you when you first read the Philosopher's Stone? Well, it it was um, it's the twentieth anniversary of it. Yes. At the time we were recording. Yes. And um, so it came out in 97, I would have been 10, but I didn't read it until I was about 13, I think. I'm pretty sure it's 13, because, yeah, book four had just come out. Yes. And you were you were reading, and you were encouraging me to start reading it. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> and And I don't know what my exact reaction would have been, but that was not my, like, wizards and mm. spells and all that. That wasn't my thing. Yeah, I probably you probably said to me, "Oh, have you read this Harry Potter book?" And I probably went, "No, no." Uh, but then you encouraged me to, and I did, and I loved it. I suppose it, it, there was a, obviously the 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 reason that she uh, Joanne Rowling is known as J.K. was that they thought that boys wouldn't read a book written by a woman, mm. um, and I'd like to think I would because I don't think that would have bothered me. I think what would have bothered me about it, and probably what did at the time, was. I don't really go in for this elves and yeah. fairies and witches and wizards and it's just not my thing. Like I like Star Wars. I like uh <laughs> ships and lasers, yeah. not wooden spell casters. No. But um as soon as you start reading it It grabs you. It does. There's something really like like uh there's something really British about it, which I don't wanna, you know, get all 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 you <laughs> kept. <laughs> But there is something in the in the humour of it. It's very like it's what Doctor Who does well, and it's what like Monty Python does well. That sort of that collision of the the everyday, the ordinary, and in a really surrealist little spin on it on the side to get some humour. 
I would put uh, Wallace and Gromit in that category yeah. as well. That's yeah. That quirkiness. Yeah. It is quintessentially British. Quintessentially British uh, is Harry Potter. Um, I can I remember where I was the first time I decided to read Harry Potter. Um, I was in my dad's car. Uh, we were driving home. So this was the year 2000. Uh, for Christmas 1999, my mum had bought uh, Philosopher's Stone for my brother Chris. And uh, he didn't read it. Um, very odd. He, he She bought him uh, a series of unfortunate events and Harry Potter. And I remember him saying... I read a series of functional events. Harry Potter lay under his bed, not unread. And I'm in my car with my dad, and they start talking about um, them releasing Goblet of Fire. And it just sounded, it sounded, you know, oh, it sounds okay. Um, and I think, I remember thinking, oh, I think Chris has got that book. So I got in that evening, and I went up to my brother Chris's room, went under his bed, found this book, and I thought, oh, I'm going to start reading that tomorrow. The next day was Saturday. I started reading it, and I just never stopped. Like, I just read, I remember two of my friends, uh, Steve and Nick, turned up and were like, oh, do you want to come out and play? I pretended I was ill. I pretended I was ill just so I could carry on reading what, this book. What illness did you pretend to have? Did you put on like a fake, like, oh, I can't come out? I think I did. I think I, <laughs> I, I, think I probably came down wrapped in a blanket. and Because like you say, I didn't want to go, actually, guys, I'm, I'm really enjoying this this uh, this book about an orphan boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, like it just they probably wouldn't believe me. Um and, and the thing is, at that age as well, like you're 13, mm. so you're you're starting to go. I'm an adult. I want to do adult things. So if you turn around and go, I'm I'm reading this kids book yes. inside, even though like you're only 13, you're still a kid yourself. Yeah. But you have ideas above your age, of course. At 13. Yeah, and you. So did you? I mean, I don't know if this is about you actually, Pat. Did go. for any of the books? Did you ever get an adult cover? Um. No, 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 no. Classic, never, classic covers never, all the way. Never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know whether you guys still read Harry Potter in public, because it, it's sort of a, a taboo now to see a grown-up man on the train or on a bus reading Harry Potter. I was not aware of this taboo. I was not aware uh, of this taboo. Maybe it's just me silently judging other people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Probably set up an email address. I think we should. That'd yeah. be a good idea. So that, uh, you know, my I mean, mum can Google it and email us for exactly, the next yeah, one. And, yeah. Yeah. We could uh, just say one and just hope that it's available. What do you want? After all this time at gmail.com. But. Yeah. Risky. Yeah. Or maybe maybe A A T T A. A T T A. Yes. That's more like I should interject at this point. Probably over the course of the episode, we'll be listing things that we should have, like a Facebook page or a Twitter account, but I'm not a very good producer, so just yes. let that be known. I, I, oh, I don't think it was you, actually. Pat set up a WhatsApp group. Mm. Yeah. Was that you? Uh, That's not really good for the people I, listening. I, it's not good for I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just letting Send you know. Send us your not, numbers. We're not uh, complete. Yeah, if you want to join the WhatsApp group, <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is you need to download the WhatsApp app. And uh, from there, <laughs> from there, you need to acquire both mine, Pat, and Joe's number and you can get on the group. It's, <laughs> uh, stuff. And you get added into a, a long-running conversation, which this podcast essentially is. Yeah. And you get to join in and it's just like magic. We, yeah, but we might be talking about future podcast which would probably ruin the future podcast for you given that you've already seen it in print we will preface those messages with a spoiler alert for, yes that's yeah. what we'll do but yeah. i don't think i did set up the group i think i changed the picture to those 
the cufflinks. But I don't think I actually set up the group. I don't know. Maybe if you know who set up the WhatsApp group, <laughs> <laughs> maybe get in touch. <laughs> It'll be either me or Joe uh, from the sounds of it. <laughs> I just want to jump in and say, um, Joe just put himself down as a producer and neither of us said, no, you're doing really well. Yeah, um, I mean, I did leave a gap. Yeah, he did. I think either, either I was, for a was... very generous laugh or some yeah. reassurance. <laughs> so, I think I was eager to get my WhatsApp ga- gag out, so I just went for it. Um, but yeah, no, he's very good. Joe's, Joe, we, we've got some equipment. We've got some lovely mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe's got a thing. Which I don't, it looks like, you know, in Back to the Future, yeah. it looks like one of the things that he switches on at the, st- at the front. I, it's got, yeah, little dials that go all the way up to a red zone. Yes. yes. And, um, that's I'm, where you don't want to be. I'm guessing that's some sort of critical volume. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. it. Uh, but the thing is, I don't think this one's a very good one because when mixers or something have the word professional on, it's yeah. 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 the worst on the market. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a little peek behind the magician's curtain for you there. <laughs> that actually brings me around to something I was g- bringing it back to Potter. Uh, I was going to save this for a bit later. I don't know if we were going to go through I, the... I mean, we need to be saying that phrase a lot. Bring <laughs> <laughs> it back. back round to Potter, otherwise uh, there's no point in us being here. <laughs> staying on topic. Having that... Um, this was something that I noticed, and I remembered reading the book, and going back to the time of reading it. Having it say professional on uh, that, that magic box. Hmm. The fact that the Nimbus 2000 was called a Nimbus 2000. Yes. Do you remember around that time, people were just sticking 2000? On the end of every product name or yeah, every yeah. every uh, company had something, something, 2000. It was on the yeah. end of my graffiti, J2K. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, what, what, we do, uh, after all this time, podcast does not condone graffiti <laughs> in any way. Um, <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're graffitiing after all this time and that lets us know you love us. Yes. Um, <laughs> or they just like the quote. <laughs> or yeah. after all this time, I'm still writing J2K on buses. Yeah, he does. Um, no, yeah, uh, it, was the, it was the turn of millennium, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was everyone thought 2000, you know. Apart from Dre, Dre had an album in <laughs> he, he was ahead of the curve. Yeah, he was. Uh, although maybe maybe Dre named it after Nimbus two thousand and one, which comes in later. We don't possibly. Know. Um, I mean, Dre, if you're listening and you like to get in touch, um, join the WhatsApp group. So, uh, bringing it back to Potter, mm-hmm. what was your main differences uh, from you found from reading it as a thirteen year old to reading it now? A 30-year-old man. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> we're all 30. We're all 30. We're, we're all in our 30s. We're all 30. Some of us doing better than others. Yeah. Uh, so um, so I made some notes. I, I oh, did brilliant. some prep. Pat, Pat did some prep. Oh, hang on. Uh, I've just what? started my notes. <laughs> so I don't know if... Uh, for the benefit basically of the tape, there's I'm a bit... my head. Basically, <laughs> 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 you see a tape. Yeah. I mean, I think I said all of this stuff. Sorry, just going over my notes. Kind of sneered at it before I read it. Never a fantasy guy. Oh, my sister had the book, which is the same, oh, as, so same so as Chris had the book. Yeah, yeah, because I suppose they probably thought it was aimed at younger than us. But we were, so yeah, we were, so no when one... we were 10, that's, you know, when people say they grew up with Harry Potter, we technically did because we had it, mm-hmm. you know, by the time we finished reading the fourth one we were, we were, we were the same we were yeah. the same age as harry yeah um yeah i mentioned this uh, at work the other day and everyone was really sad to realize that harry was born in 1980 oh really <laughs> i mean uh, I, I wish that was on the yeah. quiz later 
No, I just meant. Are they really, why were they sad? Oh, oh! I thought you uh, hadn't realised either. No, 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 I thought, no. I thought that was you um, going. I what, don't know. Really? No, no. Um, uh, obviously, it was. Uh, we were just past Halloween, and that's obviously the anniversary of yeah. Voldemort murdering his mum and dad. In I think it would have been thirty-one. Yeah, because he was only he was just one years old. Yeah, or one year old. One year old. Yeah, um, all of one years. All of one years. Yeah, so he would have been. <laughs> so he's born on the thirty first of July, isn't he? Yeah. So is that in the quiz? No. No. Okay. Uh, born on thirty first of July. Is, is what day of the week it, is it on the quiz? No. Okay. Oh, because it was a Tuesday, and that's how people knew to go back when they looked for a Tuesday the thirty first. I think they went back far enough. It was like, well, it had to be nineteen eighty. Right. So this book takes place in. 1990, 1991. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, because the Battle of... Yeah, because I remember the Battle of Hogwarts is... 97. 97, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting massively <laughs> so- ahead of ourselves. I'm sort of slightly off topic as well. But, um, yeah, so going back to uh, reading it after all this time... Yes. A lot of the humour I'd forgotten. I, I remembered it was funny, but a lot of the humour I'd forgotten. Like... Um, uh, what's that Malfoy line where it's like, oh, long bottom, if brains were gold, you'd be poorer Poor than Weasley. That's, that's just such a double cuss. Yes. That's a brilliant double cuss. <laughs> it really, yeah. He's <laughs> he's such a brilliant bully. Malfoy's great. <laughs> he's he's such, fantastic. Malfoy's he's so good at bullying. He's really good at bullying. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, 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 he's the complete opposite to Harry in that his mm. childhood was absolutely laden with riches, whereas a privilege. Uh, you know, reading the book for me now, because given I've, I've got a, a child, I have a daughter of three, it was just the sheer brutality of, of Harry's childhood. Mm. He's they hate him, the Dursleys. And in many ways, I think this will we'll come back to this over our time with the books, talking about the true villains of the piece. Now, obviously, everyone rushes to Voldemort. You could claim the Dursleys are. The Dursleys are normal people, yet they treat Harry horrifically, mm. especially given that he's their flesh and blood. Yeah. He's actually he's actually a nephew. He yeah. is he is it's not like oh this random baby was left on the doorstep. No. He's actually their nephew. Yeah. And they keep him under the stairs. And lie to him about how his parents died. Yeah. I mean, maybe lie till he's like five or something. Yeah. Or or just pretend they're his parents. Yeah. But to let him know, I know. from the off, they are like rolled doll villains. They are. They are. Um, yes. And I, I think that was something the first time I read it, I was like, oh, it's like rolled doll. I know rolled doll. Yeah, a little bit um, James and the Giant Peach. Where yeah. He's living or, with the horrible aunts. Or Matilda's uh, yeah. guardians. Um, Weren't they her, her actual mum and dad? Was it? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, then they're really bad. Yeah, they're really bad. They're worse <laughs> than the Dursleys. Um. That's really bad. Yeah. But um, I thought they were an aunt and uncle as well. No. Because doesn't she go off and live with her teacher at the end? Yeah. If you could have lived with any of your teachers, which one would you have gone for? Any of... Oh, hang on. Oh, no, I'll tell you what. You're a Hogwarts orphan. You can live with any of the Hogwarts, <laughs> Hogwarts teachers. Hogwarts orphan? Yeah, you're a Hogwarts orphan. <laughs> Terrible accident. You got. It happens during term time. You get an owl. Okay. Sorry, mum and dad, they've gone. Uh, but then Dumbledore comes up. She's like, "Listen, I've had a chat. You can go home with one of my teachers. Which one are you going to go with?" So he's immediately excluding himself from uh, this by saying, "You can go home with one of my teachers, not me." No, you can go with Dumbledore as well. Oh but- man, it's oh. got to be. 
Really? really? No, but Dumbledore's phrasing that in such a way. I don't think he really wants to have I a kid. Yeah. No, he's very clever with his wording. He is clever with his wording. Um, yeah, I mean, Dumbledore would be my go-to. Just let you know, is- that's my wording, not Dumbledore. Too <laughs> <laughs> much emphasis on Dumbledore. Um, but I'm not reading into what you say. I'm reading into what he's hypothetically saying. That's true. Yeah, he has hypothetically said that. Yeah, <laughs> and right now, as of this moment, he's hypothetically... He could hypothetically say anything. Yeah. Um, I like... I mean, I technically, he says teachers. Depends where... I, I say depends where he said it. This is my hypothetical question <laughs> I've come up with. If he had said it after the third book, Hagrid is a teacher. That means you get mm. to live in Hogwarts all year round, which is actually something that Harry fantasises about when he yeah. thinks he's about to get expelled. Uh, he says, oh, maybe I think thought oh, maybe I could stay with uh, Hagrid. And look after the wild animals. Yeah. I, I like Hagrid... Uh, a lot as as a mate, yeah. As a, as a place to go down, have a horrible rock hard cake, yes, and a cup of tea, yes. I wouldn't want to live with Hagrid. I think it probably no. smells a bit there. It probably does, and obviously he's got a penchant for uh, dangerous animals, which we see in the dangerous animals. An unkempt beard, which suggests unkempt hygiene. Where does he wash? It never mentions a shower or a bath. Uh, he must get to use the prefect's bath, surely. If he I wants to, no. if he wants to, no. Imagine you work your your socks <laughs> off for five years. You get made a prefect, then you go in for a bath, and then there's Hagrid sitting there, and you start <laughs> start making. You, I don't know. Oh no! Imagine, I imagine he bathes in like one of those Victorian like blue and white striped bathing suits. Yeah, but think about the grime that's coming off that body. He's been plucking chicken. Yeah, and but all think sorts. of the prefects that got to share it, Percy. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's what you deserve. That's true. They never... I'm rushing ahead of myself. I was thinking of the prefect's bathroom. Let's bring it back. Um, uh, yeah, so so for Dumbledore, probably just for the, the safety element. Dumbledore. Um, and also, he's a busy man. So I, re- I imagine you get a lot of freedom. He wouldn't be an overbearing uh, yes. adoptive parent. I'm going to go with... I, th- I think I'm going to go with Flitwick. Really? Because I'm quite short. I'm only 5'7". Um, so I think I could deal with his house. <laughs> that was going to be my choice. Was it? Bit of Flitwick. Bit of Flitwick. Why? Flitwick. He's charms as well. So he, it I doesn't mean he's charming. You could be sitting there. Yeah. No, but you could be sitting there and you'd be like, and you'd be like, oh, what are you going to do for dinner? And you could just, that. Oh, what? A, Dumb- <laughs> a Dumbledore can? Well, Dumbledore could, but I imagine Dumbledore's got engagements and stuff. I imagine very often you're waking up till two in the morning and he's trudging in. You're like, um, oh, yeah. you're right. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Where you been? So just you know, out on the biz, <laughs> <laughs> dancing the night away. Is that all right? just, I thought I thought we were just going to have dinner together. That's all. Is that oh, was it tonight? Yeah, it was. It was tonight. Was like, oh, I mean, we can have dinner tomorrow night. Yeah, we could have it tomorrow night. But unless you've got another engagement tomorrow night, Albus, I don't know. I'd, uh, it'd be really nice to access your diary. I mm. think he's. I think he'd be too flaky. Especially hey. imagine, imagine being his. You know, living with Dumbledore. Mm. Yeah, all he's going on about is this Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think, you know what? If you like Harry Potter, why, why do you send him to interview his aunt and uncle? Why don't you have him here? Yeah, I'll go live with him. Well, <laughs> you, there could be. There's an argument to be made that as bad as the Dursleys are, if Harry had had a different, They're not up- as bad as Dumbledore. Is that what you're about to say? No. <laughs> Although I'm sure that argument exists yes. somewhere online. Um, if if he didn't have the upbringing he did, mm. he wouldn't have become the hero he does. If he'd have had a very comfortable childhood, then when danger rears its head, he might have been like, oh, I'm, I'm not getting involved. 
oh, this is, no, I don't, I'm going to step this one out. I'm just going to say, uh, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, <laughs> they used a very similar line of argument when a, a mass shooting happened in that they said, yeah, well, you never know. There could have been the next Hitler amongst that bunch. And it was kind of like, you can't, you can't. You can't use that. Bringing it back to Potter. Bringing it back to Potter, yes. I'm just saying that that all the choices he makes throughout the book, for good or bad, Mm. are he's a product of his environment. It's the the nature-nurture argument. Indeed. Um, If anything, that probably, you know, he's... uh, He's obviously clearly very adept at sort of defence against the dark arts mm. and that. And he's built up a lot of tolerance for physical and emotional pain. Mm. Yeah, he, he within that first train journey, um, which I love. I, lo- I, I love the the Hogwarts Express. Um, and so he meets Ron, uh, who's to go on to be his best friend, on the Hogwarts Express. They're on the Hogwarts Express. And then Malfoy, um, our favourite villain, he, he appears. Yeah. And... Um, Harry sort of very straight away almost does an FU to him. You know, stands yeah. up and says, you know, say Balls again. Are still. Yeah, he's... he's re- I, this was, I think this was uh, to he's create back, the sounds of rustling papers. Yeah, where was... Uh, <clears throat> They're clenching fists, him and Ron. Page 82. Here it comes. Yeah, go on. <laughs> the, bravery, the bravery of Harry, standing up literally to Malfoy on the train. Everyone wants to be brave and stand up for themselves and others. Uh, saying, But saying to bullies, uh, Malfoy says to him, oh, you're going to fight us, are you? And Harry's just like, let's get out now. I went to school. Um, so to give you a bit of uh, background information, me and Joe known each other since we were five. We went to primary school together. We met Pat in secondary school. Now, even though when I went to secondary school, there was about 10 people from primary school going. So I knew lots of people, uh, some very good friends. I was still nervous as hell. I wouldn't say boo to a goose. No? What would you say? <laughs> I probably wouldn't talk to a goose. <laughs> or just awkwardly avoid eye contact with it and carry on. Think, Why is there a goose in the school? <laughs> this wasn't in the brochure. It's this farmyard school. It certainly wasn't there on the open day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was so nervous. I was so nervous as, as a child in secondary school. I wouldn't, I, you know, I'd say unless you were in my inner circle, you probably never heard from me. Mm. I know I didn't speak to anyone really. So for Harry to just go, Ron's my mate. I'm gonna. Stand up for him. Yeah, I don't He's know made who an you are. Judgment call. But, yeah, uh, I don't like this, so I'm no. putting a stop to it, yeah. or at least trying to. No. But yeah, that's something that stuck out to me rereading it because I still wish I could be that assertive, uh, in a sense, like or, or like follow through with judgments. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you don't like something, you call <clears throat> it out instead of instead of going. Well, let's let's see how this plays out. Let's, yeah. let's take a step back. Yeah, he because he could have just shook Malfoy's hand and gone. Yeah, okay, right, fine, and then turned to Ron as soon as he got out of the car and went, "He's a bit of an idiot, isn't yeah, he? Who's but, that douche?" Yeah, he, you know what I mean. He could have, which is probably what we would have done as eleven-year-olds. We probably would have just yeah. not upset the apple cart, and just gone to our mates. I don't like that guy. We would actually. What <laughs> exactly the first thing I would have done? I would have looked around and I'd have seen Ron, and then I've looked at Malfoy and seen Crab and Goyle and be like, oh, "We're outnumbered here," so. Playing the maths of it, there's no point. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then obviously Scabbers, the rats. Um, good old Scabbers. Mm, oh, yeah. Comes to... Trusty, to trusty yeah. pet. And and that's obviously where we, we see Hermione for the first time on the Hogwarts Express. Mm. I'll be honest, as an 11-year-old kid reading that book, I 
was I had an immediate dislike to Hermione. Really? Really didn't like her. Um, and then once, obviously, uh, Halloween happens and uh, they save Hermione from the troll, Harry and Ron, I liked her um, and I got into her. And I suppose, obviously, that's what you know, Harry starts liking her, Ron starts liking her, become chair pals. Rena as a 30-year-old. I was just like, she's just, she's just eager to, to please. She yeah, is. She's just, she just wants to do well. Yeah, in, in absolutely everything. Like she's, um, she's done exactly what Harry's doing for Ron. Like standing up to Malfoy. She's like, oh, you've lost a toad. Well, I'm doing literally nothing yeah. except sitting on the train. So I'm going to go from cubicle to cubicle, see if I can find this yeah. toad. Yeah. She's trying to make friends. She's trying to impress mm. all the time. You see it with the teachers. Yeah. She's always trying to impress. Cheers. Um, On the subject of Hermione, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not scared to admit that until I saw the film, I was pronouncing it Hermione. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Hermione. Yep. Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. The, yeah. the old Hermione 2000. Hermione. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione 2000. <laughs> Now, I mentioned Pottermore's uh, sorting ceremony. I did it over the weekend. Okay. I'll be honest. I was happy with what I got because you know what? I expected it. Okay. Can, can I? We, can we guess? Can we guess? Of course you can. Right. Who do you think? All right. I was going to say Hufflepuff. I was going to say Hufflepuff. I said Hufflepuff and I was Hufflepuff. Yes. yes. I'm a bona fide Hufflepuff in that. I'm You're clever. huffing and puffing all day long. <laughs> yeah. Huffing and puffing all day long. I'm clever, but I'm not wise. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, I'm brave, but not to the extent that I'm reckless. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I, I have my moments where I do things that I'll think, oh, that, that took a lot for me to do that. Obviously the, I do stand up. The first time I ever did stand up was, was quite brave. Um, but I'm, I would never do anything reckless. You know, I'd, if I would I intervene, if I saw a man with a gun, I'd, I don't know if something like that, maybe that's what it takes to be a, a Gryffindor. I don't know. Um, Slytherin, I can be sly. But and I'm quite ambitious, but I don't think I would ever trod, tread over people. Um, you're not ruthlessly cunning. I'm not ruthless. Like, you're cunning. I've got my cuns yeah, about me. You're yeah. smart. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so when they sort of say add Hufflepuffs to the rest, and you think, oh well, yeah, there's there's nothing actually that bad. I don't care what Drake Malfoy says. I'm, uh, I was uh, I was happy to be in Hufflepuff. If you if you what, what would you think, um, you guys? What would you go for if you uh, um, to predict your house? I'd probably guess Hufflepuff just because uh, personality-wise, they're in the vast majority. Yes, and I don't think there is anything particularly special about me. Oh. Uh, like, like, yeah, I, I think I'm clever, but it's not yeah. like Ravenclaw clever. Yes, and and I can be, you know, I can be a little brave occasionally, uh, but not like, yeah, jumping in front of a bullet or no. Uh, Gryffindor brave, and yeah, yeah, no one wants to be Slytherin really. No, I don't. Ca- I'm sorry, I don't care what apart they say. From, uh, apart from my wife Anna, who was Slytherin when she did the test. But did she oh, want? No. But did she want to be Slytherin? Hell no, she wanted to be a Gryffindor all the way. Oh dear! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no. That must have been a happy night in it the was well. household. Oh god! Uh, my brother Chris was Hufflepuff. I was Hufflepuff. My mum was Hufflepuff, and it was Slytherin. So I don't know oh, what no. our daughter will be because she's got a Slytherin for a mum and a Hufflepuff for a dad. Oh uh, well. Slitherpuff. She'll probably end up going to Stonewall, <laughs> won't she? <Yeah. laughs> oh, I mean, 
I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm on the back foot, but I am. Slytherins aren't all bad. No, <laughs> no, then well, well, we'll find out. We meet we meet a very particular Slytherin, um, mm. Professor Snape. Yes. Uh, Here's who, something I don't know. What? Do we know what house he was in when he was at school? It's Professor Snape. Yeah. Slytherin. Was he definitely in Slytherin? I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, Pat, but. Harry names his son after the bravest Slytherin he ever knew. Oh, good point. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Sorry, that's a good point. So we are fans of the book, but not we're not. It's been a while since I read yeah. them. Uh, I've certainly got ha- several Harry Potter artifacts around my house, um, and I've been to uh, Warner Brothers Studio Tour. I've been to uh, Harry Potter at Universal uh, Orlando, uh, which was great, um, and I would love to go to the Cursed Child. Uh, well here we go no who's going on wednesday well yes uh on the day of recording i'm seeing it in in three days <sighs> but now like the trivia aspects for me were never like the hot the hot thing so this quiz should be interesting yeah it's you know it's the story it's the emotions yes. it's the overcoming adversity it's the characters um i have not been to Universal Studios. I have not so you, done... you don't deserve tickets to the Cursed Child, I've been to the studios. Yes. He's been to the studios. Yeah, so you guys have done all these things, which I just haven't done yet. Yeah. Will do. But you'll see Cursed Child at some point. Oh, that, yeah. That's the whole purpose of doing the podcast, trying yeah. to get some free tickets. Yes. Yeah. That is... Uh, cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, should we just say how much we all really want to see it? Really, oh, really want to see Cursed Child. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. Yeah, if there was any any string that could be pulled. <laughs> Taking it back to a little earlier about Anna, she wanted to be a Gryffindor. She did, but the hat said she'd make a good Slytherin. She did say that yes, she could choose. She could choose. She could choose. It's your choices that define you, and that, again, that's what happens, happens to Harry. He's told he's got a lot of Slytherin qualities, mm. which he does. He does. Yeah. He does. Um, Hat knows. Hat knows. Uh, the true, well, I was about to say the true villain of the book. We met Snape. We think Snape's portrayed as, as the villain. Obviously, he's got a great hatred for Harry. Oh, my God, yeah, because when Harry looks at him, his scar hurts. Yes, but who is Snape having a chat with? Exactly. Professor Quirrell. Now, I... Quirrell is presented to this stuttering thing. He, he, he never, they never go back to Quirrell. At all, in any of the books. He's just dealt with in the first book, and that's it. Um, he was manipulated by Lord Voldemort. Mm. I to give know. him his formal title. To give him his yeah. formal title. Yeah. Uh, not- Casey, Casey's listening. Casey's listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's presented this sort of stuttering fool. And uh, I remember, as an 11-year-old, when I presented that this was the villain. Completely, yeah. Took me all by surprise. Wasn't expecting it. No. And I think that's when I realised that, you know, I obviously was really enjoying the book, loved the book, but then I thought, oh, there's, there's something a lot more to these books. It was, there was, there was a great um, double twist. It was Because real... Harry is so convinced it's, it's Snape, he's going to find. It a double face as well. Yes, yes, there was. <laughs> two heads better than one. Two heads better than one. Um, he was so convinced he was going to find Snape down there. And to the point where the whole every challenge they'd been through, like <coughs> catching the the key on the broomstick and, yes. and the, the chest, they were saying, "Oh, Snape must have done this. Snape yeah. must have got that one." And uh, so convinced he's trying to Snape, and he's Quirrell, and it's like, "Oh, you? Yeah. What, what are you doing here?" 
Yeah. And then, and then it, again, another twist. It's like, Quirrell's not alone. Yes. Uh, that, that, I, I didn't like that as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were 13. It, it, it scared me. It was good. Yeah. It was good scary. Even on the page, it's, it's a, a horrible image to put in a head. Yes. Or to put in your mind. Yeah. Um, it still didn't make, it still didn't feel, Obviously, Voldemort, yeah, spoiler alert, Voldemort comes back in book four. I didn't, uh, I wasn't, I was scared, but it, it didn't feel like we had seen Voldemort. No, for yeah. as for as scared as everyone else was uh, of him, he seemed to be defeated, not easily, but it was like, oh, is that all he can do? Yes. Like he is, but but then, again, that's the genius of the, the books as a whole. First time you meet him, you're, you're almost witnessing his rise to power again over these first few books. Yeah. Because the first time you meet him, he is down, defeated, barely clinging to life. Yeah. He's not much. And um, yeah, Harry defeats him by yes. luck. Yeah. Well, we, it's, um, we see the Mirror of Erised, which was, uh, had a whole chapter devoted to it earlier, uh, which is actually my favourite chapter of the book, mm, uh, the Mirror chapter. of Erised chapter. It's, um, it starts off at Christmas. I'm loving Christmas at Hogwarts. I'm getting the sense that this is Harry's first ever proper Christmas. Which obviously, I, I was talking about how sad and how brutal I found his childhood. Uh, the fact that, I mean, it nearly, it nearly, the fact that he had presents from Mrs. Weasley. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. That's that's sweet. I mean, really sweet. He, he's he met her at the station. That's it. Yeah, that's it. But I'm guessing you know they send letters home and stuff. Ron must be talking about. But of course they know who he is. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a good one to have on side. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that jumper's an investment. Yeah, do you, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think when Ross when Ron said sorry, everyone else is full? Was was it? Mm, what bit is that? When he, when he, when put, he meets him on the train. Meets him on the oh train. yeah, yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think he knew what he was doing. He knew. He knew. He's like, 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 anyone sitting there? Yeah, not me. Yeah. Um, He'd walk past like 20 empty carriages. One just had a toad in it. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the others are full. Can I sit here? Has anyone seen a toad? No, go away. He did the same thing that Voldemort did. He saw an empty coach with Neville and an empty coach with Harry and went, I'm going to sit next to Harry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go for Harry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because we all went to secondary school together. That's how we all met. Who was your Dumbledore figure and who was your. Snape figure, who took an immediate dislike to you in oh, school? Good question. Um, my Dumbledore figure was a drama teacher called Mr. Burns, who, <laughs> I mean, it sounds quite dramatic, uh, on the eve of uh, choosing our GCSEs, came up to me and said, are you doing drama? Uh, no, sorry, uh, on the eve of taking out A-levels, choosing which A-levels he took, he said to me, are you doing drama A-level? I said, um, yeah, I think so. And he went, well, I'm glad you do, because I'd probably kill myself if you didn't. Wow. It's a lot of pressure to put on. That is a lot of yeah, pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think he was joking. I would probably kill myself. <laughs> I'd probably kill myself. Yeah. Um, generally, not, not that's 16. It. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a quote. Um, a 50-year-old man. <laughs> he, well, no, it would have been 14. Wouldn't no, 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 no six, Yeah, oh, going on trailers. He um, really inspired me and to a way where it was only years later where I looked back on it and realised that he... Really helped me out of my shell a little bit. I definitely wouldn't be a stand-up if it wasn't for Mr. Burns. Oh. Um, because he was very giving. He, When I did bad performances, he would tell me. Yes. Um, he would tell me. Off in, in, in nicer terms than we would. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he, he was probably my Dumbledore. Now my Snape 
was probably um what was the name of your first form tutor mr, mr. wilton what? no not mr wilton he was a young he was guy. my dumbledore he was great no he, he was a young english teacher i can't remember but he was really horrible mr white mr white yes i remember him. he was a horrible piece of work he was but he was funny with it no, he, not when you're on the receiving ends of the barbs. He really made me laugh one time in class. He said, he said, right, who here likes <laughs> And no one, no one wow. put their hand up. It was, oh, it was absolutely <laughs> Are we keeping in uh, references to real life people? I think we bleep them, don't we? Uh, yeah, we'll give them a bleep. Okay. Oh, okay. That's I might look at, yeah. Uh, right, let's, let's try the dirty book. Actually, yes. no, Pat, who was your uh, Dumbledore? Who was your Snape? Uh, my, my Snape, I'm going to leave for the second episode because there is a memory that relates oh, to Chamber of Secrets. What a glorious with my, tease. With my Snape. Wow. And what a um, tease. my Dumbledore. I don't know. Well, do you know who I would say, actually, uh, to an element would be Mr. Roberts, in a way. Always got on really well with him in, well in with him. class. Like, that was a... Oh, crap. No. Can I change it? Yeah. Yes, of course you can. I mean... Because I wasn't feeling an answer. No, no, no. No, no, but he was, he was like, really yeah, nice and friendly, does. and then we borrowed... Yeah. He lent me the Holy Grail on VHS and stuff, yeah. and oh, that's we, we had good chats. Yeah, that's good. Um, in terms of inspiration, there is a teacher... Uh, wow, this is actually quite, quite involved. A-level teacher, uh, English called Mrs. Strong. Connors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Mrs. Strong. That's yes. a, that, that joke was just for us. Let's not even explain yeah. it. Okay. Uh, Miss Strong was... She was doing, like, Chaucer with us, which we'd never done before. We'd done Shakespeare and stuff before. Yeah. And it was always hard because mm. teachers always struggled to get kids interested. Her genuine enthusiasm for it mm. really came through into us. Yeah. And her her love of it was just infectious. Same with Chaucer, which was almost... If anyone else tried to teach us that, we probably would have done really badly or got bored. Yes. Um, but we all got really good marks off of that. She was just an incredible teacher. And and uh, my sister now works with her. Because oh, my really? sister's now a teacher at St. Cass. Yes. And, but there was, one, there was one time when my sister was at St. Catherine's, it was a couple of years after we'd left, mum and dad went to parents' evening sat down with Miss Strong to talk about my sister's English and apparently Miss Strong spent 15 minutes talking about me. Oh, that's nice. I like that. But in terms of like, yeah, anyone threatening to kill themselves. No. (laughs) No one threatened to kill themselves if I did or didn't do anything. You know what? Part of me thinks I misremembered that and I think he actually said that. You think you threatened to kill yourself? I think he said, I think he said that to my dad. At parents' evening, right? I think he might have. He did. He did. He definitely uh, used the phrase. I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, t- I mean, <laughs> t- Tom and I did drama together at school, and I, I think he liked us because he said something similar to my dad. No, he didn't say he was going to kill himself. He just said he'd be a bit <laughs> disappointed if I didn't continue <laughs> with, with drama. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's not my dumb. My Dumbledore is uh, was Mr. Wilton, my form tutor. Oh. When I, when I took a real interest in music. Uh, he, f- he found out I liked Nirvana and Mr. Walton was big into jazz and he made me a tape of this guy doing versions of Nirvana in a oh, jazz style. Oh, that's, that's sweet. He yeah. made me a mixtape. He did, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's it's really quite nice. What it's I liked romantic. about my greatest memory of Mr. Walton is he used to use a phrase mm. which never really made sense because he used to say, okay, if the, it was, the crowd was unruly, uh, 
crowd, the class was unruly, he'd go, okay, for the benefit of the deaf, I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> now you can say it, and someone must have corrected him, because we were there for about two years, and about two years in, he suddenly changed his saying to, for the benefit of the hard of hearing, I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah. and I just wish I'd been there when someone actually said, sir, the deaf still, <laughs> still can't hear you. For the, for the benefit of the blind, could you show us that again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always loved uh, our old chemistry teacher, Mr. Tarrant, when he would right. say something and then people weren't paying attention. And then he'd, said, he'd say, and he exclaimed in a loud voice. Repeat <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Tarrant was awesome. Tarrant was like Miss Strong in a way. Got us through science. Couldn't really, uh, yeah. couldn't really stand. Oh, he science was hilarious, wasn't he? Tarrant was uh, was a very nice man. Very could nice be, man. could be scary if you got on the wrong side yeah, of him. God. But... Yeah, he was. He, oh, he looked a lot like Hagrid, actually. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Real. Happy. Who was your Who was your Snape, Joe? Um, who was the Irish art teacher? What was her name? Oh, oh um... she hated me. I want to say McGonagall, <laughs> or it's something like that. It's isn't some... it? I we... think it is. Yeah, no, Mc- no, no. McGonagall, McGonagall was um, McGonagall. McGonagall, yeah. McGonagall. McGonagall is our one. McGonagall is Harry's one. Yeah, but wasn't the, our um, psychology teacher McGonagall? That was Mr. McGonagall. Mr. McGonagall. Uh, <laughs> Miss McGonagall was, it was our art teacher that we had together. Yes, we had it. Yeah, up to you know. I mean, I obviously wasn't taking art in. I remember her. GCSE. I remember her referring to both of us as very being distinctly average. At art. <laughs> <laughs> and we not that this is, is a compliment. We owned it. We owned it. We were like, we are so average at art because both of us were under the impression that we were very below average, oh. and so to be told you're average at something that you think you're not yeah, very good at by by an distinctly average teacher yes uh, like, yeah. well i guess i'm as good as you told me I, yeah. I loved our, our grading system from years seven to nine uh where you'd have uh like e for excellent and yes. down to p for poor and then it would and then it would be one for effort like top effort and five for low effort and in art i remember getting P for poor, one for effort. So, it's so much effort. <laughs> this is awful. You tried really hard yeah. for nothing. <laughs> but she, uh, yeah, she Sorry. hated me. I remember she just, basically, whenever I did anything, so we had Michael Rumbles in our class, who was the king of art. He was exceptional. He was mm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and he was talking for a good three or four minutes. And I just went, <laughs> yeah. And she went, Joseph Power. No. <laughs> oh. You always remember those. I really remember that. Always remember those. Where, yeah, that's one of the reasons I have sleepless oh. nights. Well, because telling offs weren't uh, regular occurrences for us. Really, we were we were good kids. Yeah, you for know. the most part. Not in seven to nine in anything uh, that involved being creative with our hands. Me and Tom would get in quite a bit mm. of trouble because we were we owned how bad we were at it. We were. We we went to uh, Saint Columbus School now in Saint Columbus. There were four forms, very similar, there, and they were named after saints: Saint Thomas Becket, uh, Saint Thomas More, uh, Campion, Camp- Saint Campion, Saint Campion, Jim Campion, and uh, the final one was John Fisher. John Fisher, John F- Saint John Fisher. Wasn't that the name of one of our teachers? Yeah, that was our teacher. That was uh, we, it. Was Fisher uh, was the fourth? Was, no, but there Fisher. was a, we had a fifth. We yeah, had, then they added had Charles Xavier. Charles, Charles Xavier. Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Xavier. Now, would you attribute any of our forms to the Harry Potter forms? I always got the sense of, no offence, Joe, Campion was Slytherin. 
You were green. Uh, yeah, and you had a lot of horrible people in your We room. really did. Yeah, did. We Although, can, say can, that. Should we, should we name <laughs> well, actually, that? Actually, no. You, you yeah. have a convicted murderer in your That's form. true. We did have a convicted murderer and a convicted paedophile in our form. And a convicted arsonist. And a convicted arsonist. And me and Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Who are separate from those three. <laughs> I remember uh, but you also you had uh, a Weasley in the form of Tom Shepard. He sort of encapsulated all of them. Our friend Tom Shepard. Tom Shepard, yeah. He's mm. redheaded. Uh, Basically, so, what we're trying to say is more. Mine and Pat's form was was more, and I think we're yeah, no, I think we? you're right. I we are. We, we were very Hufflepuff, but we had Hufflepuff with a few bad had, eggs. Yeah, a few Slytherins snuck in. Yeah, I remember something George said once that cracks me up to the point where I couldn't breathe. Where um, our friend George. Dan- was really just not really our friend Dan pissed <laughs> off about something like he was just sort of like standing by the window just like really angry George just nudged me and went oh, Dan's annoyed because he forgot to bunk the idea of being that stupid um, <laughs> Right. Okay. Dan uh, was Dan was very similar to a crab and gore figure. That's, he, and we're he was back. both of them. <laughs> he yeah. was both of them. Uh, okay. Bertie Botts. Bertie Botts. Right. Go for it, Pat. You, I, you okay. Yeah, I've picked one out you because one out. Um, I'm, I've just noticed that there's symbols on the back which I hope aren't oh. aren't lying. I don't like the look of mine. Yeah. What color have you gone for? I, I well, I, I went in blind and I pulled out. Uh, it's white with brown spots. Pat's okay. got a nice, lovely red. It is red all over. I'm hoping okay. it's like a strawberry. Joe's got a green. I've gone for green. But, I mean, I've yeah. gone for one that looks most like a normal sweet. Yes. Did you choose it or did you happen to pick it cho- I, cho- I was looking for normal should, colours. should have chosen. All right, Tom, okay. what have you got? Some good mastication on Mike there. Mm. What are we talking? The eyes. Intra- it's milky. Interesting facial expressions. It's milky. I can't quite... It's not bad. It's not. It's not a bad one. Okay. Okay. Because it's some... certainly not one you would have in a sweet form. I'm going to check the back of the packet. Okay. Pat, while Tom checks. Okay. I got toasted marshmallow. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Um. So I thought I picked cherry. Okay. <laughs> it might be cherry. It might just be a bad cherry. Now there's three red ones you could potentially have, Pat: cherry, cinnamon, or earthworm. I've got cinnamon. I've got <laughs> right, cinnamon. Got yeah, it's oh. sweet, but it's not. Yeah, it's not cherry. Right, now I'm going to pop Mr. Green. Now, Joe, potentially oh God, green. Earthworm. Yes, Joe could have watermelon, green apple, grass, or booger. Um, mm. I think that's melon. Basically, we've all had a very positive experience there. Mm. Um, so that's Harry Potter's Bertie Beans. All flavor beans. Yes. Uh, if you'd box. like to send some more packets yeah. to. Wonder that if... cost £4.50. Yeah. I wonder yeah if... Oh, yeah, the Warner Brothers tour ain't cheap, mate. No. I wonder if they serve them uh, during the interval at the Cursed Child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'd love to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to find out somehow. But, but first hand. Mm. <laughs> right. Okay, so that was a riveting feature we like to call trying. Some sweets. Trying some sweets. We'll yeah. Maybe do that every time. We haven't even mentioned Quidditch. Well, well yeah. I mean, so I didn't know how we wanted to do this if we wanted to go through chapter uh, by chapter. But yeah. I mean, would you reckon you'd be a fan of Quidditch? There must be an alternative wizard in sport. 
Um, yeah, that's that's a good point, actually. Like, what's Quidditch is like, oh, it's like wizard football. All right, well, what's wizard rugby? Then? What's wizard rugby? What's wizard cricket? What's wizard basketball? What's wizard uh, baseball? What's wizard American Golf. Quidditch? <laughs> <laughs> Aussie rules Quidditch. Aussie rules Quidditch. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, there, there must be other... Because I, I, I get the impression very often that you'd enjoy the game. Um, but sometimes you could turn up and it could be over in five minutes or mm. you could be there for five days. It's... it's well, okay, so maybe then, maybe then uh, it's like boxing. It's it's like a f- it it has the potential to be a test match. So test match for crickets are worth are meant to be worth be on for five days. Mm. But if you say so, I'm taking your word yeah, for this. But what happens is you if you could get if you could bowl out a team twice, that's what you have to do. You could do that within one day. Mm. To, if they're that bad, right? So really, Quidditch. I suppose it's like seeing a, a football match. If you go to see the two best teams, you're going to see the best thing. I imagine, you know, as, as I say, I, I'm the I'm a father of three year old. I imagine I'm going to go to lots of events over the next few years where she wants to go to a dancing, uh, you know, uh, where she wants, she likes football, where she wants to play football, and I imagine the standard will be terrible. Oh, of course, I can't imagine the standard of a. A yeah of a Quidditch match that that age. Well, maybe you know, that's why everyone was so psyched Quidditch match about Harry. Yeah, because he, he was he can't play. Yeah, certainly seekers because seekers are the main. You know, mm. They're probably the most important thing. Um, and yeah, I, I I enjoyed the the character of Oliver Wood. I I like the way he comes into it. You can tell he's wants to win. He's yeah. stressed out. Bit odd that he's fifth year captain. I don't know what this means between before. For Gryffindor, sixth and seventh. Um, maybe it's just that he's he's, he's the best captain, and he's yeah. in the fifth year. And, and yeah, the older kids are quite happy to let him. Yeah, I suppose because of a bit, a bit like exams as well. Yeah, probably best that they're. Yeah, they've got enough on their plates. You know, I suppose it's like a, a year um, a year nine starring in the school play. Oh, hey, well, possibly <laughs> <laughs> being the main title role. Was it year it? nine? I thought it was year ten. By the way, it's pretty impressive. It uh, is pretty impressive. Pat, Pat Holland was the uh, lead role in Bugsy Malone. All right, well, here's an ancient well, gripe. I, I, I think the underrated character in Bugsy Malone is the character of Shoulders. Yep. Um, who was in one of one of the gangs. Basically, I played Shoulders. I got to use one of the splurge guns. Yeah. Did you, mate? Uh, last night I did, yeah. Because oh, you lent it to me on stage. Oh, oh so uh, Thanks, I'm a great man. friend as yeah, well. Yeah, really good. Um, Somebody Hermione Grangered it and thought, I'm going to step away because I need to focus my exams. <laughs> this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. This Bugs, guy. Bugsy and the Wings. Yeah, uh, you should have been Bugsy. Um, should have been Bugsy, yeah. No, here's, here's an ancient gripe. So we went in for the, the Year 7 school play, uh, Demon Headmaster. Yep. We all went in for it. Everyone got picked, but not me. You didn't get... Oh, we, we were just pupils. We walked on and off stage. And I wasn't good enough at being <laughs> what I was being every day. Did we do the Demon Headmaster? I you, did it. Definitely, I remember doing I it. Remember, I remember... I swear you both did. Really? Archie Foley. That really was, dates us, by the way. The Demon Headmaster Demon was our school play. That was popular for maybe three yeah, years. Yeah, it wasn't. That was year seven school play. So 98 <sighs> or nine. So hang on. Uh, surely that's not a gripe. That's a redemption story. Well, yeah, but, but, but I'm, <laughs> still, I'm still annoyed though that I apparently wasn't good enough. A, a bit like I'm a I'm a year seven kid. 
auditioning for the part of year seven kid with no lines yeah. and I can't do it. Can't, I, can't, I walked it surely as I was in the room. You know what, Pat? You don't need Pottermore. You are a Hufflepuff, my friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, but then, yeah, so I, I kind of, I, I've had a falling out with, um, with plays after that. And I didn't try again for years. And then year 10, <sighs> God, was when I was like, all oh, right, yeah, I might on. as well give it another go. It's going to be a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I can't play myself, though. No, not um, that age. No. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so I went in and, and I, Miss McArdle was the yeah. drama Miss teacher. She's and another she, one that hated me. I thought I was in trouble because she said, she said, uh, oh, can you meet me at this time? And I was like, oh, that's when we've got, like, English or something. And she was like, oh, no, that's all right. That's all right. I've, I've spoken to the teacher. So I left one lesson a little bit um, early yeah, and then went to see her. And then everyone else went to their next lesson. And she was like, yeah, I'd, I'd love you to be in the play. And I was like, oh, all right, awesome. She so you hadn't like, auditioned for it? No, I had. Oh, you had? I had. But what, what? we were just sort of waiting to – no one had heard anything back. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I, I, you know, do you want to do, do the lead role? I was like, uh, well, yeah, I think. And she was like, well, do you or don't you? I was like, uh, c- can I think about it? Because like, it's a lot. Yeah. And it was year 10, you know, there was a lot of work going on anyway. Was it definitely year 10? I thought we were younger. I could have sworn it was year 10. Yeah, maybe you're right. And, uh, and in year 11, you're not allowed to take the lead roles. Yeah. Year 11 was Jack and the Beanstalk, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was classic. That, that, was, that was a classic. So you that- played one of the... Who did you play? You were, you were in drag. I was one you? of the ugly sisters with Rob. Yeah. Oh, I, was, <clears throat> I was Steve Irwin, the classic Jack and the Beanstalk character, but even more classic was Joe's role as... Jerry Springer's brother. <laughs> 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 what, was, what was the name again? Joey Springer. Joey Springer. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I think I ended up... Because we... we we workshopped it. <laughs> we, were, we, we were 15 year olds workshopping our character. Mm. And I think we tried to do Joey Springer, Jerry's depressed, unsuccessful brother. Um, but I think, I think we went a bit too dark with it. So then I had to be Jerry Springer. Yeah. But we kept the darkness though. And yeah, for our did. lives. <laughs> I remember because we did we did a bit of... We both did. Because like, you were Steve Irwin. You uh, aggressively tackled an inflatable alligator. Yes. Um, and that got oh. a bit of an ooh reaction from the crowd. Yeah. Uh, and no, the, not, well, if only I'll they knew. What, I'll tell you what happened there. What um, happened? On the video recording of that, Yeah. I jump up. And as I do, I, my... Um, my kneecap collides with the stage. Oh. I was in a lot of pain, yet carried on. I was in so much pain. Oh, I had to cool. put an ice pack on as soon as I got off. Uh, which, going back to our friend, uh, Mr. Roberts, that Pat mentioned, uh, his uh, then wife uh, helped me out and gave me an ice pack as mm. soon as I got off that stage. Good of her. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we also had to do a bit of physical. I remember, because my character was then kidnapped by the Ugly Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we tried uh, quite an elaborate wrestling move where I was double clotheslined and hit the deck yeah, hard. I, yes. That didn't get a laugh. And I then I was don't. carried off stage. And watching the video back, I was too good at acting. It wasn't fun. I looked. Yeah, you dead. sold it. You yeah, sold I it sold well. it well. We watched WWE, WWF back then. Uh, you knew how to sell a move and make oh, it look like you were injured. <laughs> uh, in fact, I had a choreographed wrestling thing with um, our friend Mike Godfrey, who was playing the chicken. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I remember he, 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 would, he would sweep my leg. So I'm already, you know, on one knee, and then he sweeps my good leg, 
so he, he wasn't to know that my leg was out and I was in a lot of pain. But he then swept my good leg and I fall backwards onto my back and I landed with such a rusty that gone ooh as well. Oh, uh, yeah. And wasn't there a so there was Jerry Springer in that play. There was also a so Steve Irwin as well. Who wants to be a millionaire? I think yes, played a part. Was, yeah, that was part of it. Yeah, wow. um, they went it was off basically, brand. It was they like, were. hey, what's on TV right now? Let's put it on stage somehow. It was as it was so irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Not irreverent. Irrelevant. irrelevant. <laughs> it was yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh. should we say the phrase? Uh, let's go back to Potter. Let's go guys. back to Potter. Yep. But yeah, I, I, they never put on. There was no drama department in Harry Potter. No, that's true. There was never any Harry Potter school play. There wasn't. Um, it was, and I bet so many schools now put on Harry Potter school plays. Yeah, definitely. Bet, yeah, uh, definitely. Although they are quite... She is, if you're in school and doing a Harry Potter play, please get in touch. Join the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Actually, please. no, not if you're under 16. That would, yeah. Please please get <laughs> in touch allowed. with your lawyers because when Warner Brothers finds out, you will be uh, sued. We yes. will happily grasp in exchange for tickets <laughs> yes. to, I don't know, maybe a West End play or something. Mm, yeah. Mm, doesn't yeah. matter which one, but it yeah. does. <laughs> Okay, guys. Right. Let's talk quiz. Yes. Um, okay. Do you want to know Pat's title for the quiz, Joe? I'd, I'd, I'd love to one. hear Pat's title I don't know for, for the quiz. quiz. Uh, it is Witchcraft and Quizardry. Very, Classic very pun. good. Yes. Classic pun. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a good pun, but is it a good name? We'll call it that today. Okay. Yep. It might be we'll called something different with. next time. I mean, I appreciate your work, Pat. Yeah, that was a lot of work. That yeah. took me, I'd say, half a day. Whoa. <laughs> I, I witchcraft, I got in the morning, but quizardry sure. took me a couple of hours. Right, sure. Because what comes after witchcraft? Yeah. Wizardry. Yeah. But, but then you, it's getting them to somehow change that to, to, to fit into this format, which yeah. is a quiz. Yes. Fascinating insight into Pat's mind there. Um, I wish you could okay, see. Well, okay, so the format of the quiz. I've got... Uh, ten questions. That's five each, plus mm-hmm. a bonus question at the end, which will be worth a potential three points. All right. Um, okay, so that, that bonus question is technically a bit like a snitch. One would say. It's, it's exactly <laughs> uh, yes. Although the snitch is ludicrous to me. It's a ludicrous idea, but I would, you know, I certainly wouldn't pass up the opportunity to see a Quidditch match you, as long as it was professional. If though. you're. If you're <laughs> <laughs> And failing that, maybe just a West End show. Yeah, it doesn't even need to have Quidditch in it. That's fine. No. All right, lovely stuff. Okay, right. I'm going to flip a coin to see who gets the first round of questions. Heads or tails, Thomas? I'll go for uh, heads, please. Go for heads. I'll go for tails. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, brilliant. And flipped, and we have tails. Would you like to go first or second? Um... I'm going to go second, because second. I want to gauge okay. the okay. difficulty level of this quiz. Um, what I might do is put some tense music over the background of this. I like the sound uh, of that. When me- but, but not now. If I haven't done it, it just means I got very bored in uh, yes. the editing of this show. Okay. But there's going to be okay. no tense music now, because I'm sorry, this is already tense enough. It is quite tense. <laughs> uh, okay, question one. On which knee does Dumbledore have a map of the London Underground? His right Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't get I shouldn't get cocky yet. <laughs> oh, that is a bad start. That is a bad start. It was only 50-50. <laughs> 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 
Which protective measure did Professor Flitwick contribute for the Philosopher's Stone? He uh, charmed the keys to fly. Correct. Yes. Okay, uh, one that came up earlier. What flavour Bertie Bots every flavour beans does Dumbledore eat? Alas, earwax. Correct. <laughs> Just earwax. Uh, <laughs> <incorrect>. <laughs> um, it's a good job this quiz isn't going to be competitive. <laughs> uh, what percentage did Hermione or Hermione get on her first year charms exam? <sighs> I read this. It's over 100%. And I... 114 percent 112 oh, oh mate i was oh. hoping for you there oh i knew it was over 110 and i'll just oh okay last question what does professor snape say the potion you can make if you added powdered root of asphodel to an infusion of wormwood is known as is it the draft of death Draft of living death. I can't oh, give it to you. No. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, Very well done. I, I just, yeah. Hard luck, mate. Okay, on to Pat. Oh, Can I just? So that was, you, I will say you have a couple of cruel questions in oh here. God. So that was two out of three. Two out of five. Two out, two out, out of five. five. Sorry. Okay, yeah. so it's. I mean, it's also to play for if you yes. get the bonus question. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yes. Um, okay. What? was the title oh this yeah, this is what came up at the very beginning so this is one point what was the title of harry potter and the philosopher's stone in america harry potter and harry potter and the sorcerer's stone correct that well that's your earwax question yeah, that's your sorry. earwax Thank question you. uh what is the number of harry's vault in gringotts Slightly cruel. Oh, has Tom got it? No. There'll be okay. There's no. I, there's, I, there is no buzzing in in this quiz. I want to say three oh seven. You had the seven right. It's six eight seven. I knew six, there was seven. a seven in there uh, because seven, I, okay. was it seven one three? The one that got that was emptied. the that was yeah. the one with the philosopher stone. Yeah, um, I revised the wrong fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, my fault. This, <laughs> very good. Very good. Thank you. I think this is probably the cruelest question. All right. <laughs> What's your worst feature? <laughs> well, okay. Sorry, just on that quickly. There, in Flourish and Blots, there's a book of curses and counter curses. One of the curses is to give your enemy hair loss. Thanks. <laughs> Pat is a follically challenged man for the listeners. Just for um, my brows up. Oh yeah, my yeah, brows yeah. down. I have Bell- eyebrows. Brown yes. lower. Yeah, really nice. Fantastic beast. Oh, and where to find him? Right here. <laughs> Uh, right, this is the cruelest one. All right. How many silver sickles are there to a galleon? I think I think it might be 12. Oh, 17. Oh, did you know that? No, I, I'd have thought 14. Oh, yeah. okay. That's something, when I first read the books and I really got into Harry Potter, I would have known that easy. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of loser doesn't know how many? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> right? Okay, question four. So it's one so far. One so far. Uh, question four. What was Dudley's first word? <sighs> Something to do with food, I think. That is fantastic it... poker face from Tom there. I oh, know. It's one of two words in my head. It it wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. But it had the same meaning. Yeah. Something like more or mine or something like that. 
You're on. You're on the wrong lines. Of, it's shan't. 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 Oh, he's <laughs> such a little. Yeah. This one, I think, is maybe slightly easier. So this could, this could level it up. Uh, in what location was the midnight duel between Harry and Draco meant to take place? Uh, <laughs> I want to say. I know this. I want to say the astronomy tower. But, but, but are you but going to will say? I say? Yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the real quiz. Sorry, it wouldn't have been in the library, would it? Would it have been near the toilets? <laughs> Been, been, uh, the gents. Yeah. No, I'm going to go with Astronomy Tower. Astronomy Tower, incorrect. Yeah, the, the trophy, trophy room. room. Yeah, well done. Damn it! Well, you okay, still did, I only got two. So it's, it's two one. It's all it's to play two for one. Here. here we go. Play. So here's here's how this bonus question is going to work. It's okay. uh, the answer is a number. Okay. Uh, if you get it bang on, it's worth three points. If you're one away, it's two points. If you're just the closest out of the two of you, it's one point. Okay. okay. Do we both like buzz in or something? Uh, no, you both have to give an answer. You both have to give a guess. Oh, okay. Do you want to go to Pat first because he? I'll go to Pat first because he is losing. losing. Yep. Thank um, you. As of October 2017, mm-hmm. into how many languages has Harry Potter been published? I'm going to say. How many languages are there? <laughs> I'm going to say 900. That's insane. Can you give another answer? <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> How many countries are there in the. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, but some of them, you know. Some of them have a few languages, but that's not even. I'm going to say 300. You're going to say 300, okay. Well, originally I was thinking it was something like 56, but. I'm going to go with 96. With 96, Tom gets the extra point. It's three ones, Tom. It's 74. Oh, oh, come on. And it's very recently been translated into ancient Greek for no reason Why? at all. So, who? So hello to our ancient, ancient, <laughs> to our ancient Greek listeners. <laughs> all right, brilliant. Guys, well, congratulations, Tom. Uh, what do you, do you, should we do a prize thing? I mean, I haven't got a prize for you. Uh, the, rest of, the rest of the beans. You win. I will beans. take uh, a lovely blueberry... Bertie Bots all for the range. Congratulations, Tom. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you did, if you didn't, you wouldn't be hearing this anyway, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. This could um, be just for us, um, but we are going to record uh, all of the books. There are 7,000 languages. Okay, I apologise. Is there really? While many believe the number of world languages is about 6,500, there are actually 7,106 living languages in the world. So how many... People haven't so read Harry Potter. Many. So many. There's there's a market out there. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, back to the wrap up. <laughs> getting back. Getting back to Potter. <laughs> it's not just uh, Joe's black pepper Bertie Bot flavored beans that's got a sour taste in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm fuming. I am Stark Ravenclaw mad. <laughs> um. Thank you very much for listening. If you did, um, we're going to obviously put this on iTunes. Uh, recommend it to a friend. If you'd like to leave a review, uh, if it's a positive one, please do. If it's a negative one, remember the old saying, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Uh, join the WhatsApp group. <laughs> we will have a, a Facebook group. What I will probably do is re-record this bit properly when we set up all the uh, the bits. So me saying this probably won't go out. 
Yeah, but, nice but, little... but yeah, by the time this episode goes out, we'll have the Twitter and the Facebook and the nonsense. We'll just do, we'll a, set we'll up. do a post-episode thing. So stay tuned for the next, I would say, 30 seconds to hear our contact details. Lovely. Uh, thank you very much uh, to Patrick Holland. You're welcome. Thank you for having me around. Thank you very much to Joseph Power. You are more than welcome, Thomas. Uh, I'm Tom Toll, and this has been After All This Time. Always. Is that how we're going to do it? Yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> right, okay. Cheers, guys. Bye. And that's about 30 seconds, I think. Maybe 25-ish. I don't know. Uh, sorry about any sound bugs you would have heard there. Uh, we'll try and get those ironed out for episode two. Unfortunately, Tom's guess at an email address was wrong. We are aattapod at gmail.com. So do feel free to get in touch. If you want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, you can follow us at aattapod. Episode two will be out in a couple of weeks. Hopefully speak to you then. Bye. Very odd that they would name it that. <laughs> uh, just because it's got charity. We'll cut that bit. Um, yeah, I'm done making some serious notes about mm-hmm. editing. Yes. But he... The last he, 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last 40 minutes. Uh, hello, I'm Tom Tom. <laughs> <laughs>